0: Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. It is picked off by the line. Darius Slay's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30.
1: Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Rolls to the right. Stafford throws deep. The man out there. Enzo! Caught. touchdown to Cordy. Martin Jones
0: Stafford.
1: Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Cornbread. Stafford. Stafford. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. DJ Kooley, what's going on, everybody? Uh Normally I say it's Wednesday, we're in the house. Uh, Me and Grifka are actually recording a little bit early today, so if news breaks or some things come up, you know we are just recording a a bit earlier than we normally would, but we're here to talk about Tampa Bay. We've also got some news and notes and some things going on that I'm going to throw at Grifka, as well as uh, all types of other good things here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. One of those good things, sometimes, uh, the one and only, Grifka. Grifka, what's going on, buddy?
0: hey man nothing much man like you said just uh it's getting around christmas time so i know our schedules are getting a little hectic so like like you said if something breaks we don't know about it we're sorry people
1: <laughs> oh man i gotta i gotta get the uh the grifka bell going for the like you said i didn't even have it have it at my disposal but there, there's <laughs> one for you right off the top grifka let, let's get into this right now uh you got to help me with this guy's first name, because he basically came off the, the scrap heap. We've had him on the practice squad. He shows up on Saturday uh, on the active roster. He starts the game, which just shows you how freaking terrible our offensive weapons are, as people like to say at this point. I got Hills as the last name. Do you have the first name, Griff? Because I can't even remember. Is it Wes? I think it is. For, I, I want to say uh, like, what was it? Peyton Hill was back in his day or something like that. But yeah, Wes Hills shows up, start the game for the Detroit Lions, runs hard a little bit, falls in the end over two touchdowns, you know, a million, you know, potpourri pieces about this guy's dream. I mean, I felt good for him. He seemed like he had a great Head on the shoulders. He's all about the team after the game. But what do you think about Wes Hills, Grifka, scoring two touchdowns, kind of getting us back in this football game? You think he's got anything? Just uh, as you like to say, I don't know, uh, camp body or <laughs> tackling dummy, <laughs> whatever you usually call these guys?
0: Yeah, at this point, you know, uh, I was more like, what happened to Ty Johnson? Either this guy's not picking up the offense. Your boy. He's, yeah, I mean, I really disappointed. This was just like, how? Why? How, this guy like just came off the street, man. I'm sure he was just uh, you know, uh, you know, working at the Starbucks. And Matt Pat walked in and he gave his name Matt, and like he wrote it on there. And Matt Pat looked at us like, hey, you play running back, right? We need one. And they signed him, and he's like starting. So, I mean, so West
1: Hills was at Starbucks. He went at the bowling alley. The bowling alley's full. Pedigree's yeah, doing well just, over there.
0: No, the bowling alley is only left for tight ends, you know, because you got to carry those 16-pound <laughs> balls all over the place. So, make sure they try to the carry
1: day. them. We've 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 known they've been known to slip through the fingers and and fall on a toe.
0: Yeah, so they put them in the shinel ball. Obviously, that's 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 the excuse they use. But yeah, so obviously, go ahead.
1: I, I got one thing for your boy Ty Johnson, real quick. Ty Johnson what the hell are you doing <laughs> this guy you talked him up I actually got on board because I I just felt like he looks the part in the jersey they say he's fast as hell this guy hasn't made a play all season like I mean he <laughs> he'll get screens where you think he's gonna go somewhere nothing you know he comes to the line tripped by his by his shoelaces like I I there's been games where I'm like this is the game Ty Johnson's gonna come on the scene he's gonna blow up he's gonna be the guy. And somebody brought up the point of, like, Ty Johnson is a drafted player. He's been here all year. He's made a few plays in preseason. And every time somebody comes off the scrap heap or the local – from the local coffee uh, factory, they pass Ty Johnson right by. I mean, (laughs) they end up starting and playing all these snaps, and Ty Johnson's out there for his four plays a game. I I don't know what the heck's going on with this guy. I mean, I still think I like what I see – in a jersey is athleticism, but on the field on Sundays, nothing.
0: Yeah. I just, like I said, I I don't get it myself and I'm just, I'm you know, scratching my head. I'm like, you know, if it's one of those things you almost want to ask him and like, and if Matt's Pat's like, well, we have a certain package of plays for Ty Johnson, like, you mean, besides the playbook? I mean, come on. (laughs) It's like, like you said, it's like, who is this guy? He just comes out of nowhere. and like, Oh yeah, you're the number one guy. You're going to start against, you know, uh, Tampa Bay. (laughs) Okay, I
1: mean,
0: that's like wow, This is got the golden ticket, you know? I mean, come
1: on. Oh, I wish I had that. I got to get that on the soundboard. I got a golden ticket. Uh, <laughs> Uncle, uh what was the uncle's name? The lazy ass that just sat around, and then he, when they got the golden ticket, he bounced out of bed and that started Grandpa. Uh, dancing. <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Yeah, Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe, what a lazy a-hole. And then all of a sudden they go to the chocolate factory and he bounces out of bed walking, doesn't need his cane anymore. Gosh, what yeah. a piece of crap that guy yeah. was. Yeah,
0: what is that all about? When you let <laughs> the parents take care of the grandparents and one of them can walk. It's like, dude, man, you can go be a greeter somewhere. It's like, bring something in, clean some tables at McDonald's or something. No, man, I'm just going to lay in his bed all day. Four while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all, all like, uh, woe is me, and all of a sudden Hi, I gotta go. I take it. Hi. <laughs> like, you don't have nothing, Grandpa. Sit down. And Hughes, I mean, uh, Grifka, like, is this is this happening with you and Ty Johnson and your love for Ty Johnson? He's doing this to you.
0: It drives me freaking blockers.
1: <laughs> I mean, you gotta be to that point with this guy where every time you look at him, you're just like,
0: it drives me freaking bonkers. <laughs> All I can think is this dude has to be a meathead and just can't pick it up. I mean, it's just, what are you missing here? Like you said, you're passing guys. I mean, they're bringing back Joyke Bell, who's, like, working, you know, the security as we're, like, here, take your hat off, take your jacket off, clean out your pockets, you're clean, I have to go suit up. You know, something like that. Just, come on.
1: Speaking of uh, Joke Bell, since you mentioned him, like, uh, I think it was two weeks ago during the game. It's a definite bit by Tom Brenneman where he made a point. He went out of his way to bring up uh, Matt Stafford and Clayton Kershaw for no reason. Like, <laughs> I think it was when he was with uh, Spielman. Like, you knew it was just like the bingo board they have up there for the uh, announcers or he just thought it'd be funny because there was no reason to do it. He just mentioned it and they had it. he did, it. He did his stupid laugh and they kept moving. It was crazy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but but hey, like uh, another that, another fun fact: Joique Bell, uh, you know, used to be security for the Detroit Lions. Didn't know if you knew that.
0: I, I didn't know. I thought he still was. I mean, <laughs> he left. I, it's like because he went back instead of going to like the unemployment line, he just went up to like Martha and was like, "Hey, is my spot still open?" Yeah.
1: Yeah, go ahead. So. <laughs> Grifka, I'm hoping this enhances the show, but I forgot I did it till just now. I I made a few shortcuts, a few new uh, gadgets I have over this way where it's it's much easier, I think, moving forward for me to get to the bell. So for the people out there, all the little, um, you know, previous episodes, all oh, your rights. The uh, hey, I know you've mentioned this before that I normally miss because I can't get to it quick enough. Yeah, I got it right here on the trigger now, Grifka. <laughs> <laughs> just letting you know so hills like t- to me real quick uh take on hills getting back to him like again uh you know i like that he he's able to get it in short and that it's not like he broke any big runs or anything big you know there was a little bit of buzz about this guy just as a depth player but to me these are just late season stories you know they come in they do a little something people write a few articles um <clears throat> to try to like make it sound great and be be you know grandiose but like you know, I can't see him being on the football team or making a huge impact moving forward. So,
0: yeah, he's not uh, making me forget carry on Johnson.
1: No, not at all. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about him either on this episode or next, uh, see if he comes back and does some things. Griff, can I want to do something a little fun before we get into this Tampa Bay review. Uh, as you've mentioned multiple times on the show, it's, uh, <laughs> Christmas time, so I thought we'd do a little uh, Christmas gimmick for you since you pulled this on me a week ago, Grifka. We need the Grifka Lions Christmas list. I'm going to give you five things. You've got your sheet of paper, your crayon, whatever you used to. I don't know. You probably still uh, hand this hand this off to the parents or uh, you know tell your kids what they should buy you uh, on your Christmas list. But what, what the talking? heck does no Grifka want?
0: <laughs> I put, I, I, you know, I. Whenever I go to the post office, I'm like, you know, I stamp. them am like, hey, North Pole, right? And they're like, yes,
1: Mr. Grifka. I'm like, cool, thank you. Yeah. You know? Cha, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Grifka, like, you got five things you can write on your list. Uh, Hand it off to the the big man in the red suit with the with the odd beard and the funky glasses. Like, who? What's going to be on your Lions Christmas list? Could be a player. Could be a future player. it Could be just some grandiose thing you've wanted for years and years. Like, work your way through this for the people, and I'll help you if I need to. You
0: mean as it pertains to our beloved Detroit Lions?
1: Oh, absolutely. Can... Nobody, oh, nobody, no... nobody cares about the cold sweater that you want.
0: <laughs> well, the number one thing would be, obviously, a weak side linebacker with speed who can cover somebody coming out of the backfield. Um, we got Jared Davis already. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good in the middle there. So, uh, somebody on the weak side. So, uh, we'll use him. That, that would be my, that would be my number one thing. My number two would be another edge rusher opposite Trey flowers. Um, I, I, it's one of those things like they run more like a three men, three man front or you, or we're going to use like drop down our linebacker, like a canard. Cause canard he's, he's put up some stats, but still he's a little slow foot. I'd rather have somebody a little faster. So, um, another edge rusher you know to help take some of the pressure off trey flowers because everybody's got high expectations for him including me and he you know he's obviously not uh you know reggie white or Lawrence taylor or anything like that so that would be my number two um
1: uh, he's been three, he's been good
0: yeah he's, he's he's done i don't want to say well of late but he's definitely improved <laughs> You know, uh, I, I particularly like... You can't give I'm the guy saying.
1: credit. He's got like six sacks in seven games or something, and you still uh, want to say he's not that... Uh...
0: He's not that great. There you go, i give it to you.
1: <laughs> I think you're great, Trey Flowers.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, Trey, if you're listening, there you go. Appreciate it. Um, uh, my third one would be a left tackle. Somebody better than Taylor Decker, obviously. <laughs> I mean, right there, left tackle. Uh, somebody, you know fine you know i know pff rates him you know for like three minutes of a game is the number one tackle in the game but uh um no way it's like i'm talking like a left, i'm looking for a left tackle somebody along the lines get ready for the bell i'm talking jackie slater i'm talking anthony munoz i'm talking art shell i'm talking joe thomas i'm talking the tackle on the lines <laughs> like that i mean somebody's just like you know you can run behind get the you know this so uh, like one of those surefire Hall of Famers that that's what I would really love. So that would be number three. Um, hey, Grifka, four- hold on What's before that?
1: before you get to four. Uh, Taylor Decker just uh, wants to talk with you for a minute. Wait for it, and then choke <laughs> slam. Obviously.
0: <laughs> okay, man, I'll, I'll I'll just bull rush him and go right around. Like Shaquille did yesterday. Like Shaquille did yesterday. Put yeah, not skates. good. Um, number four. Uh, number four. Um, could you just get a healthy running game? A healthy running game, right there. I mean, self-explanatory. Exactly. Just a healthy running game. Um, and number five um, would just be, please, please, how about a home playoff victory? Um, I would love to see one of those. I know that's really far-fetched. That's pie in the sky. You know, it's asking, you know, it's like, I'm hoping I wake up Christmas morning and seeing like a freaking Porsche or like, you know, a Ferrari in my driveway. It's like that far-fetched, you know, as of right now. But, uh, you know, maybe someday you know, I'll have that Ferrari sit in my driveway. But uh, as of right now, a home playoff victory would be number
1: five. It's Not a bad list, Grifka. So, hey, Santa. Help me. Help. Me. We need some of these things Grifka said. Now, real quick, I'm not going to go down the list. I We had some fun with some of that. Uh, Grifka, one thing I did, I was hoping I could make this a mini segment, but I'll just quickly bring it up. So I, I never played video games, but I did kick your ass in Madden 20. Uh, I don't think I barely played it since I beat you. Um, but I fired it up the other day because I was so frustrated with this football team. And I literally went into franchise mode. I put Jared Davis on the outside. I put the in the middle. I got all my guys up there that I like. Will Harris and uh, Walker were starting. You know, I've got Hawk there not only as my tight end, but almost as my slot guy um, rolling out there. And, like, again, I, I suck at the game. So, basically, I just played these things called moments where, like, every once in a while during the game, they'll say, like, hey, it's third and short. You got to come up with a stop. And it lets me play. And, uh, oh, my gosh, Grifka, I – I was just rolling like every time they give me the football, I'm just I'm just featuring Hawkinson all day. I'm I'm coming with Jared Davis off the edge on blitzes, getting to the quarterback. Trey Flowers getting after people. Eleven and one, Grifka. My only stumble so far uh, in my season is against the Kansas City Chiefs. So as much as you bag on Jared Davis and these people, like you know, and as much as we support the GM and the coach, like. I mean, all you gotta do is put these pieces in the right spot and and let them do what they do. I mean, I'm I'm finding Hawkinson <laughs> up the up the seam all day, no problem. I'm throwing the ball up to Kenny, just coming down with it all day. So it's really not that difficult. I gotta say.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised Martha hasn't called you up yet. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? There, come
1: coach exactly. our team.
0: You can be the GM Exactly.
1: Well. Yeah. My phone's available, or you can reach me at 989-272-3484. Uh, you know, fancy sunglasses, and we can have a sit-down chat. That'd be great. But, uh, yeah, man, that's a good list by you. Kind of fun to do that off the top. Uh, one more thing before we get into this game, Grifka. This is something that jumped out at me the last few games, and I just need you to either tell me, you know, do you have a theory on this? Am I missing something? Like, I'm watching these football games, and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about it during the game too. The Detroit Lions are trying to play this, the, the rush three, drop eight. My problem is when they drop eight, they're just dropping into these random areas of the field where, where you can tell the players are like, they're awkwardly in like a spot where they're supposed to be, but they got their head on a swivel. They, people are running past them. They're standing right next to them. A lot of times, unfortunately they're right behind them. And, and these guys don't even know, like, it's like they can't move off their spot or their area and actually guard, I don't know, opponents on the other team. Like, are you seeing this as well, where it's just obnoxious, like it'll be third and seven. And that like two of our linebackers are just guarding this empty area of the football field. And a guy runs right in between them, stops, turns around, catches a ball, and they move the sticks. It's like, hey, one of you guys might have wanted to vacate your empty space and go get that player before he gets the football right in front of you. Like, it's driving me nuts. Like, I I understand zone defense. I know what the coaches are probably telling them to do. But these guys, as I said on Twitter, either don't understand, aren't fast enough or there's something else going on because it's the most obnoxious zone defense I've ever seen. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I know like with defenses, like a zone, you're supposed to cover like a certain area, you know, like what you cover this, you know, you know, five to 10 yards square or something like that. And that kind of works that way. And it's almost like, You know, like you said, there's a point where like a tight end or running back will come out of the backfield and they'll sit between two linebackers, and it's like they're almost thinking, "Okay, you got him. I'm gonna hold my spot." You you had him right, because afterwards something happens. They're always like pointing at each other, and it happens in our defensive backfield as well, where we've seen somebody like get burned out of touchdowns. Like, oh, I thought you were picking him up. Oh, I thought you were picking him up, and they'll like stand there and they'll point at each other, and so, I I, like you said, I, I don't think they're they're getting it. You know, like how they should. And I know it uh, reverts back to your discussion of, you know, it's not always the coaching. Sometimes it's the players not doing what they're, they should be doing. But then it, you always hear those stories. It's just, uh, the, oh, you're supposed to be playing this defense, but then you went rogue and did whatever you wanted to. Oh, you mean, you mean he had an interception or he like, you know, made a tackle short of the sticks, you know, as opposed to just letting them catch it and turn up field you know so
1: All right or yeah, or the opposite like you can go rogue and sort of not be in the little square space that you should be in and that could cost you as well or or not drop when you're supposed to or be in the wrong gap but my my issue is just like, the part of the zone is like, yeah, you have this area to cover, but I, I guarantee you, the coaches are teaching them, okay, you got this space, but if, like, a tight end runs right in front of your face, you have to pick them up up to a certain point where then you pass them off to the next guy. It's not stand there, have a player right to your right, have a defender right to his left, and both of you just let him catch the football. And then, like you said, point at each other, look confused, act like, well, I had my space covered but you didn't cover the football player who just moved the sticks or scored a touchdown. Or like, I was just going nuts about it. I was just like, I don't see this any other time. I watch football is like random guys just standing in a space saying, well, I got this. Don't worry. I got this turf covered. And there's a player right to their left wide open. It's just like ridiculous. So, um, you know like I say we could we no reason to talk about it but I'm sure others are seeing that as well and it's like yeah you can point at this that and the other but I, I know coaches aren't coaching hey stand there and, and don't guard these people when they run past in front or behind you so speaking of let's uh let's take a quick break and we talk about this Tampa Bay game okay. it'll be a fun one I swear
0: yeah
1: <laughs> alright everybody we'll be right back you ready? Showtime. Griffco, we're back and we got to talk about another loss by our Detroit Lions, Tampa Bay. The These guys come in, uh, you know, I was expecting kind of a decent fun shootout. I was expecting, you know, David Blau to have a decent football game. I mean, we're just going to hit on the high points here, but right from the get go, I mean, Jameis Winston, just throwing the ball up over the top. I mean, this first touchdown 34 yarder to Perriman, um, not the Lions Perriman, of course, his, his son, I believe it is, uh, This was embarrassing. Like, Rashawn Melvin was beat by, gosh, it had to be. I'm pretty sure it was Melvin on this first one. It it was a six-yard cushion where he couldn't get catch up. I mean, you do not see that on any other Sunday. It was an absolute embarrassment.
0: Yeah, it was a double move, but still, even, like, the first move wasn't that great a fake. And Melvin just bit on that thing totally, and Perriman just ran right by him. Just like his dad used to when he was on the team.
1: Grifka 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 it wasn't that
0: no it wasn't that great
1: you, you got to work on your it's not <laughs> that great there people there's t-shirts out there people are asking for it on twitter now you're just but you got to give it the vigor you used to have with it where it was like he's not that great like that that's what that's what the people are looking for Okay. And, and you got to sell it. You got to sell the front part where you go, ah, oh, he's, he's he's not that great. That's how it <laughs> needs to be done. So work on that. Would you go get some reps on the? It's not that great, and come back better next week, please. Okay. Um. But yeah, this this was terrible. And then sure enough, Scotty Miller, oh, just an absolute NFL stud, Grifka. I mean, uh, I'm sure he's got his application out on Indeed, hoping that he can pick up work at the Starbucks or the bowling alley once the. Uh, This season is over. Yeah, he goes for a 33-yard unguarded touchdown uh, up over the top. I believe this was on my guy A.O. Do I have that right?
0: Yeah, but uh, I don't know if he ran through the zone or if it was like A.O. dropped him off because he went in right behind Will Harris. And, you know, Will Harris saw him a little late, and he tried to, like, jump up and make a play. But at that point, you know, Jameis actually – He's been, like I said, throwing the ball around like it's backyard football and made a decent pass. The guy was wide open. So I, I don't know if this goes back to kind of like what we had talking about where guys are like, I'm standing here. Well, you can't let a wide receiver behind you if you're the safety, you know, it's like, you know, okay. The only thing behind me is the end zone. So we're good. You know, come on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, you know, again, I don't want to go on a rant. He's actually the guy I've stood up for, but I think it was another play where, where Harris got roasted. And then at the end of the game, we get to a play where my boy Tracy Walker got roasted. I mean, there's plenty to go around, but I think, you know, regardless of who should have been where and what, like, you know, A.O. was a close guy, but not very close to uh, the all-pro named Scotty Miller. That was another embarrassing touchdown. Looked like seven-on-seven drills for good old Jameis. 14-zip before he could blink there in the first quarter. Um, another 25-yard TD to Paramount again. 21-zip. Uh, I mean, 21-3 heading into half. I mean, this was just an absolute ugly first half. I, I want to say somebody put out there, like, the the stats in that first half were like, you know, Tampa Bay had like over 300 yards of offense and we had two yards, you know, I mean, are you kidding me with that? Is that real?
0: Um, Yeah, it was real. Cause I think after one quarter, we had a total of negative one yard, you know? Oh, so uh, that was a, that brutal. was a highly potent offense that we had going there. I mean, you can't blame you. you know, I know I, I've said it before and, you know, people get tape on people and they, uh, they, they kind of adjust and it's to the point now where blah was, you know, he's really looking like that rookie quarterback that hasn't had a whole lot of game reps in Tampa Bay. I'm Not quite for sure. I can't remember who's the defense coordinator there in Tampa Bay, but uh, I mean, he was bringing pressure all over the place. And, you know, as we saw Shaquille to, you know, you know, put, you know, Taylor on, on skates a couple plays and, 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 and just, I don't know. Like you said, it's hard to say. Like if the guys are out there, just like let's just not get hurt. You know, I mean, <laughs> at this point,
1: uh, oh, don't don't go to that pit again, Grifka, please. But uh, you, you're not sticking up for your boy Blau now. You love this guy like two weeks ago. You're just like, oh man, I see a lot in this guy. Like it's just rookie. He's got a couple rookie jitters. Like he sure did not look very good across the board in this game. But then he, but then he starts to come back and. In the second half, make a couple plays. Next thing you know, the score is pretty close. I start rooting for the victory again, I got to say. So it was it was one of those ball games, like get beat up bad. Everybody quits, you know, come back, get everybody's hopes up. You know, again, I, I got it here. It was 24-17 starting kind of the fourth quarter. West Hills plows in for a second touchdown um you know we end up getting a stop getting the football back and then like i say we're just fast forwarding through this grifka Uh, sean murphy bunting one of the big Hughes' favorite players was asking me last draft hey Oakley, what do you think about this corner out of central michigan i said central michigan i don't want that bum child please (laughs) please And I knew he was somewhat highly rated, but I'm like, no, thank you. The guy ends up going in the second or third round and he makes a play against the Lions. Uh, Not even a play, a pick six, a 70 yard pick six on an absolute, I mean, telegraphed out route. I mean, come on, David Blau. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, that wasn't uh that wasn't a very good read. It's not, it's not that great. Um, so, uh, that <laughs> was David just, David
1: Blau uh, after the
0: throw. It was a bad decision. Period, point <laughs> blank. It was a, the one of the dumbest decisions I ever made.
1: Yeah, it was David Blau. Like, what? What the hell are you? What are you doing? We even got sound bits for that. What the hell are you doing? Oh wow. my gosh. So I I don't know, man. I mean, we we get that once that happened. You know, everybody headed for the exits. Sure enough. They decide, oh, no, that's not good enough. We're going to throw another 25-yard tutty to a uh, Perriman's son right over the top of Tracy. Like, let me go on my mini rant before we finish up this episode, Grifka. I sat here week after week and backed up Will Harris and Tracy Walker. Tracy Walker, I called him a, a dog, Grifka. He's got dog tendencies. This guy's toxic. He's got the long arms. He's got the athleticism. He's been beat too many dang times. I mean, he makes tackles. He comes up and guards you. He likes to get on the line, get after tight ends. Too many times people are getting behind this guy or catching the ball right in front of this guy. Come on, Tracy. Like, I haven't seen that length happen at all. I even put him in, in a fantasy league where they have defenders. Because so I'm like, man, this guy's getting his hands on a football in this game against James Winston. I thought for sure he's either going to tip a ball or pick one off or create a fumble, do something. I mean, all I saw was people running behind him, scoring touchdowns. And I'm like, I will Harris. Like I haven't given up on this guy as a player, but Griffka, he's been out there since like the day they traded digs on a consistent basis. And all we've seen is, oh man, Will Harris is two steps behind. Oh, Will Harris was close, but the guy caught it right up over the top of him. Well, there's another touchdown on Will Harris. Oh, Will Harris missed a tackle. Like, I can't name you like really a very good play by this guy. I mean, if he's making plays, it's in the back distance. Cause I can't remember one time where I was like, hell yeah. Well, here's what's will a play big fella. Like it's been very few and far between. And like Tracy's way too dang long and athletic to not be showing up more than he does recently, other than some tackles here or there. So. I'm, as you can tell, frustrated with their safeties and feel like I'll defend these guys. And I still like them as football players and think they have decent upside. But I've hit my, uh, you know, point of like, you got to make some plays for me to continue to bang the table for you. I mean, make plays and mess up and I'll fight for you. But continually just getting burnt or getting taken. And, and it's it's hard, man. It's like I got to see something. I'm not seeing any, especially from Harris. Okay, I yeah, I'm
0: hoping I'm hoping that's just kind of like rookie scene stuff, you know, getting your feet wet type thing, because the only team that, you know, Will Harris is really going to face that has the type of speed and college that he has to face in the pros is really Clemson. I mean, everybody else in that conference is freaking terrible. So, uh, you know, I think he's just got to, I'm hoping it's just, you know, get up to speed, you know, actually see the stuff and, you know, you know, just, you know, next year he'll make a, you know, tremendous leap. I'm, mean, you know, I'm not going to say he's turning into Ronnie Lott or anything like that, but hopefully uh, he uh, does it, does improve because, yeah, you're right. There are points where he just kind of looks standing out there. His, his head's on a swivel, but he's always like looking the wrong way and the guy runs by him. You know, it's almost kind of like Barry Bugs Bunny cartoonish, you know, like boom, he scampered right by the guy. So, Serenity
1: now!
0: Serenity now!
1: Serenity now! That, that That's some audio from me on Sundays, Grifka, this whole dang <laughs> season. I've like, I don't know, I've just got to the point where like, you know, l- let me just throw this one at you for you to our, our Friday show. Like, so we, we've had our arguments in the past about draft pick versus wins. I got you all hyped up and I was like, Grifka, like, I feel like this is a win. I feel like we're going to show up offensively. I feel like Tampa Bay was due for a dip down you know, based on the numbers and stats they've been putting up, it obviously didn't happen. You know, I'm I'm totally in my mode, you know, now just like, instead of just winning to feel good, like I, I want this pick to go from five to three or two, um, you know, I'm scoreboard watching. I want the Giants to win, the Redskins to win, Miami to win, you know, whoever else is up around our pick, like whatever it takes for Lions to creep up any little pick they can get to, either get chase or get a nasty defender or some other scenarios, which we'll get to at another point. But w- are are you there with me at this point? Cause we've had the argument before, or are you just like wanting this dub ski in Denver on, when we talk about it on Friday, because it, it's going to make you feel good. Cause I, I cannot wait for the season almost to be over. Cause I can't believe how tough it's been.
0: It, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. If they lose out, I'm okay. I mean, like I said, I always want them to win, but I know we had talked about this before where like, Oh, what would we be interested in? What, you know, what type of player would we want? And it's one of those things like, you know, I would really like, you know, like I said, that rush linebacker, but it seems like even if they go up, you know, like three or four, there doesn't seem to be a rush linebacker. That's worth three or four right now. It's almost, they it's almost be like a reach at that point for like where guys are on the board so you'd almost be looking at another area that's like i mean i know there's a few tackles that are rated high you know a few cornerbacks you know safety and you know it's stuff that we could use but it seems like either the rush guys there's like chase young then like nobody else you know,
1: until you, <laughs> no, you know, no, no, I don't. You, you know I, I'm, I'm about you, ready to yell at you for 20 minutes. Cause we, no. we had this last year where you, you talked about a drop off rate right at seven and all this bull crap. Grifka, there's probably 20 really good football players uh, no, that no, you could I'm, take at anywhere from three to, you know, 30. Like there's plenty what, of good players that it, would fit this team.
0: No, what what I'm trying to say though, is like, Everybody's like, you know, choke was it was it choke for Chase? You know, like, oh gosh, come on, we got to get you know Chase Young ain't gonna be there like at four, which he probably won't be. So um, right. what I'm saying is, that's not what I'm saying. That's there's not guys worth it. But it seems like at the, it's at the point now. It's like almost all or nothing with Lions fans. You know, if if you don't get Chase Young, then like. Why even bother drafting? You know, that, that's what it seems like you're reading. Uh, I'm reading that from other other fans right now. So, yeah, lose out. I, I can't see the Lions jumping that many teams to get up to number two because there are some bad teams out there, you know, as well. So, so yeah, go ahead and lose out. But if they win, you know, it's going to be like, oh, God, they fell down to eighth. Yeah, okay. I, I could live with that, too. It's not like <laughs> if they win, they're going to, you know, go to 22nd okay that, that's not gonna happen
1: so um, <laughs> okay but here real quick uh, half draft argument so i i'm with you on that last point that yeah a win would only mean dropping a few spots Is not the end of the world even though lions fan especially sol lions fan which you've been known to be sometimes grifka is going to be like oh we can't even lose right you know you can hear that garbage but the point is that if we're this dang close, if we're at five now, and if a couple scenarios can happen, a couple of these teams in front of us are playing each other. If, if there's a chance to go from five to two, or even five to three, knowing that quarterbacks get pushed up, like, and, and having a more realistic chance at Chase Young, he's obviously the ideal player. But there's a lot of other good players that I also think can not only impact the defense, but there's some... I know nobody wants those skill players, but there's some of those. So you're trying to creep up so that you can get that extra premier talent. Every time you creep up, it's a guy that you could get now that you couldn't a day ago. So that's the point. And the other point is that like your whole thing of wanting this amazing off bell linebacker rush player. Like, there's seven rounds, Griffco. Like, there's three or four top rounds where there's good players. Like, just because there's not this freak at the top five doesn't mean that you couldn't trade down and get a player. It doesn't mean that through the draft process, somebody's not going to show themselves. And Hey, we'll wait and get that guy. Like, you pigeonhole yourself a lot into these positions that you want. And I was getting into this with a guy on Twitter today. He was like, you just take needs you know, we want to fill needs. And that's where everybody messes up is that you have this list of needs, but you have this overall list of incredible football players that are um, super talented. You don't skip way down your list or even 10 slots down your list to fill outside linebacker because you decided way ahead of time. That's what you, quote unquote, need right now. It's not a I need this now. It's not Christmas time. Dad, I need this now. No, no, no. It's what's going to be great long term in the draft and that's why a lot of people miss it is because they start looking at our current team and going, we need an outside linebacker. We need a uh a defensive end. We already got enough safeties. Don't worry about that. Uh we could use a receiver but we kind of have enough. Like if really good people at those positions present themselves that are much better than others, you take them. So when we're talking best case scenario, you need to open up your mind about like what the options are, as well as that there's a lot of good players at the top. And then also saying, yeah, Grifka does make a difference. If you go from five to three or five to two, Um, that is important. Now, if you slide back, yeah, of course, we're not going to like, Oh, now there's nobody. I mean, that's not going to be the scenario, but I'm telling you, since there's nothing to play for on the field other than, Hey, carry on came back looked decent or Hey, you know, blau had an okay game. You're pretty much now rooting for these scenarios to happen in other ball games to help our long-term team success. And like, this is a big year. It's not too many times you go pick an eighth and pick in an fourth or wherever we end up. Like, you better hope Hawkinson – well, I better hope Hawkinson is a hell of a player where we took him, and if we get top four, five, even up to three or two, we better hit a home run because that's going to make or break our team for five, six years, not some W against Denver where everyone's like, oh, what, a, what we played great. Like It's about a bigger picture right now. So there you go. There's, all I gotta your, there's say your education is, for the day.
0: All I got to say is – how did you miss on the Veruca Salt reference when you already brought up Charlie and the Chocolate Factory once, man? You could have went like, but, Daddy, I want to rush outside Nightbacker now. Okay, <laughs> Veruca, darling. <laughs> you could have done that. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I want it
1: now. That's awesome. I don't even... Like I think I've seen the movie once, but I don't know all the. I know there's the fat kid. I forget his name, that's but I, all I focus on that's is a
0: Gustas <laughs> cloth, man. Come on.
1: All I focus on is the lazy ass uh, Uncle Joe or Grandpa Joe who wouldn't get out of bed and had a cane, and all of a sudden he got the golden ticket and he bounced out of bed, and started dancing around, talking about I got a golden ticket. It's like you haven't done how anything could... for twenty years, old man. How could... <laughs> but
0: how could you forget about Mike TV? See the movie i'm mike tv i said this once i go i'm mike tv and my sister's like why i'm like my name's mike i watch a lot of tv i'm mike tv come on I'm Like,
1: oh man griff go hold on i got i got a sound bit for that That's of You get that for a couple reasons. One, it was kind of self-gloss. Two, it was terrible. I mean, hold on, I got uh, I got Charles to help me with help me with that. that. I, 12, I mean, man. that was absolutely was 12, that was terrible. Like last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Grifka. On that note, man. Uh, like I say, we uh, talked about some stuff. We got your Christmas list. We had to whip through this Tampa Bay game where we got beat up by quite a few points. And then we had a half draft argument, which I'm sure will be more of those to come as well as me helping you out, understand the bigger picture. So um, good show. fun but show. Daddy,
0: I want to rush outside linebacker now.
1: <laughs> now that you got that in for a second time, Grifka, you got anything else for the people?
0: Uh, nope.
1: Everybody. Thank you so much. You can get at Grifka at Grifka DKC on Twitter. You can find me at Derek Oakry, D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. And uh, always talking Lions, talking football, having fun. And uh, we'll be back here on Friday talking all things Detroit Lions, getting ready for the game in Denver, probably talking about uh, possibly the return of carry-on, and then uh, lots of other fun things on the Friday show. So be sure to check us out. We thank you for your support. We'll check you then. Take care. We're out. Pack the bags, don't this game is over! It is over! What a comeback by the Lions! Drink it in, man!